Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and go, well, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you. It is also me. So I am recording. I don't know if I can say on location on a dog walk this morning, um, trying to, I don't know, just mix it up a bit. Um, so you may hear a little bit of bird song. That's quite nice, isn't it? And at some point I may have to stop this and call for my dogs to come back because they are bounding around together in the woods. So I, oh, hang on. Yes. Now here is a tractor in a field. I'm going to have to call my dogs. Hang on. I thought I'd spare you my uh, my dog calling voice, um, but yeah, just seeing there is a tractor spraying in a field nearby, and if you know dogs, like I know dogs, they will find a way to get under a fence. Um, today's episode, the question that I was asked, so listen, a question episode, uh, question I was asked is, what were your parents' parents like aka grandparents what were my grandparents like well (laughs) and did this did this impact or influence way that I grew up because I talked quite a bit about breaking cycles so um for context I'll put a link in the show notes to some of the episodes that deal with um estrangement but uh I guess when I talk about breaking cycles um, yeah, there's quite, quite a lot to unpack. I suppose I grew up from an early, fairly early age, knowing that I didn't want to have the struggles that my parents did. Um, and I certainly didn't want to have the struggles that my mum did after my dad died. And I think from very early on, I was acutely aware of um, the challenges that come with uh, being on a really low income. And so it was fairly typical where I grew up. Um, Everyone had council housing. um, And I've talked about it before sometimes. you know, you think you're all the same when you're growing up, when you're young, and then there does come a point where you start to recognise differences. And I noticed when people started to buy their houses, obviously they had things that we couldn't afford, because um, so we couldn't afford to buy a house. So, yeah, and actually I was thinking about free school meals, and I think back in the day, all children were entitled to free school meals. So there was never an issue um, there. But I kind of picked up on the fact that I wanted to earn money. I didn't want to be a stay-at-home parent. Um, I saw the difficulties that come with things. I remember my dad being made redundant and that impacted what kind of food we could afford to buy. We're often having to ask neighbours for help, which, you know, in a community sense that's wonderful that you can 
go and see a neighbour and say, have you got any sugar? Or have you got a, a roll of toilet roll, pint of milk? Um, so I do remember that, you know, people always... And, and we were... And if something that struck me later on was that my mum used to send us children round. So, you know, if it's a child, um, ask him, what are you going to do? You're not going to say no, are you? Or be cross with them. So I'm sure uh, my mum had some, uh, there were some methods to her madness. Um, so yeah, there's quite a bit of that. Um, and coming on to my grandparents. So there's too much to put in one episode. So maybe we'll try and take them one at a time. Um, so with my dad's family, um, and you can hear more about them in, there's an episode I did called Irish Blood, English Heart. So my dad's mum and dad were from Ireland and moved to London. I didn't know my dad's dad because he died well, I, and this is the thing, I've got so many gaps here. My dad's dad died, and I don't know when, but it was early enough in his life that my paternal grandmother went on to marry again. Um, and I remember my dad saying he didn't like his stepdad, um, but then his stepdad had died before I was born as well. And bearing in mind, that I think my dad was 28 when I was born. Um, so by that point, and this is the mad thing, this is why I do want to go and find out a bit about my, my dad's family history, was that my paternal grandmother married three times and was widowed three times. And she had a daughter, Mary, who died as a teenager and she was my dad's older sister but she was from her from my grandmother's first marriage so yeah it's mad these things that you sort of don't know so my poor dad um by the time he was an adult he his dad had died his sister had died his stepdad had died um and so when I think about my paternal grandmother, Nanny Walsh, um, I'm just like, I look back on it and I am amazed at how she ever kind of coached, but I guess people just did. Um, and again, I sort of, the relationship I had with her, I absolutely loved her. And what do I know about which uh, had a hard life. Um, she lived in um, council house and not too far from where we lived. And actually the other day when I'd gone to visit family in Basingstoke, I tried to find my nanny Walsh's old house, but because I used to always walk there and I was driving, I couldn't quite get my bearings. So I will, I think I will try again um, one day, but she was, Irish Catholic um, and she had false teeth which she didn't realise for years and then you know you think sometimes when people have got a really really straight really white smile actually it was the um, it was finding her denture cleaning tablets 
that um, <laughs> lifted the lid on that one for me. Um, and she was just a really kind lady, but I, it, it sort of, it, she wouldn't have had very much income at all. She, um, like, the house was quite sparsely furnished. Um, yeah, it didn't have, like, it's when you think fitted carpets were not a thing up until relatively recently. Um, and she always gives 20p, which is quite a lot. She's given me and my brother 20p to go to the shop. So we often went up there, me and my brother walked there by ourselves. <laughs> when we were quite young, on a Sunday, we'd go up to see her, we, we'd watch Black Beauty and Pob um, and Captain Scarlet and Stingray, Thunderbirds on her black and white telly. And she just used to potter about. And I don't remember, this is the weird thing, I don't remember ever sort of speaking to her about family things, but then I was very young. There was a rumour that my dad had gone to Borstal as a teenager. So I think she'd gone from Ireland to London. She used to talk a lot about her time working as a cleaner in London. She used to love to watch London Marathon on the telly and she was always talking about men. <laughs> Oh, Torn, he was right up my street. Anyone, anyone that came, gas man, um, <laughs> electricity man. Uh, so, yeah, she would chat about London. She would chat about the gas man being right up her street. And she really liked cats. She used to feed other people's cats. Um, and, I mean, that was sort of pretty much it. But you think she must have been so just... I don't know, sad underneath it all. Because I, I don't know. Like she used to give us cigarettes to take home um, for our dad, 20 Ronson, but he preferred silk cut. He never moaned, never moaned to her. And um, a full pack of Courage Light Ale. Um, so that's all right. Give them to your grandkids to take home. And I suspect that at some point they sort of stopped being in contact and I don't truly know why that is um, I think my, my mum didn't really want other people poking their nose in as she would say but I only like I think she came to our house once near one Christmas time but I don't really remember us all going as a family to visit her so we kept in touch by phone we used to speak quite often on the phone and then as you'd have heard in my episode Irish Blood English Heart she did once leave a message <laughs> on uh, the answer phone I lived with my friend Ange saying again murder is so she'd had a few drinks and left a message um, and then she got quite unwell um, she started to have falls and she did have, and this is a whole other thing, I guess, um, I think she did have, um, dementia, but died of pneumonia. She had a fall in her house, um, and was then found by my dad's cousin. And this, there was a lot of stuff happening that was really... It was a kind of weird time because I was sort of in touch with people 
and not. And something that I'm working on is I've got lots of gaps, stuff I just don't remember, um, which is quite common. If you have experienced trauma, there you are, <laughs> therapy fans. Um, but yeah, my overarching, well, overriding memory of her is that she was a very lovely, kind woman who had been through a hell of a lot. But as to what that had to do with my dad's upbringing, the only thing I can tell you is that he became an atheist. So he was raised a Catholic. And I think after his sister died, um, that was it for him. I do remember him saying, no, um, uh, if things like that can happen. And, you know, he suffered a lot of ill health. Um, for him, it was like, no, not for me. And maybe that has something to do with why they didn't stay in, in touch. I don't know. So um, that will do for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, when I upload it and I get back home, uh, well, by the time you hear this, you'll be going, all oh, right, that was different. Or no, that wasn't. Um, yeah, we'll see how it came across. We'll see if a walking and a talking is a good format for this. If you think someone would enjoy this podcast, um, please give it a share. If you have already shared it, thank you for doing that. And thank you for supporting the podcast. It means a lot. I will be back with you tomorrow. Bye-bye.